There, now we're really live. Live in video. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So uh, those of you who are tuning in, welcome to episode one. The inaugural. Of Blame DevOps. Blame DevOps. Yes. So we have been uh, talking about this for, what, a month now? Yeah. At and least two, three months. Three, <laughs> five. Yes, but uh, to our audience, I, I've, been, I've been telling right. you guys about Blame DevOps for a while. So... Um, so yeah, with uh, with this episode, uh, we're actually Thanks, going to be starting off talking about. Um, hold on, my my phone is on volume. Um, we're going to be talking about DevOps one hundred and one. Yep. Exactly what DevOps is. Yep. And the reason why we're doing this, why Blame DevOps came to be. Why? Why? We're going to walk you through our why statement. Yes. Yes. Because uh, that's super important. You don't do anything unless you really know why. There's a there's an old adage, uh, an old technology friend of mine from back in the day used to say, uh, and it had less to do with technology than anything else, but was, um, if you don't know what you're running towards, then you're only running away from something. So if you want to get somewhere, you have to know what your why is. So uh, Anthony and I, like I said, uh, we've been talking about this for months and months and months and, and publicly talking about it for yes, about a month. Exactly. <laughs> um, through Anthony's channels. Um, but uh, one of the exercises we did was we, we went and did a, an actual formal structured why exercise. A bit of a workshop, just the two of us, to figure out what the hell we were trying to do, what our message was, and why we get out of bed, and why we want to do this and deliver this message to people. So, so. before we get started, yep. Um, for those of you who don't know who we are, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> who is that guy on the camera? My name is Anthony Tavellas. Joel Massacott. And uh, yeah, Joel and I, we've been working in DevOps for a while. Uh, Joel. I ironically was uh, was one of my leaders, and um, it's, it's a loaded word. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he really introduced me to the true concept of what DevOps is. And ever since then, I've been preaching about it. I've been talking about it. Uh, I have been. Um, it's my purpose. It's my sole purpose. I wouldn't. To I wouldn't say it was an introduction. I would say it was an awakening. You were already living and breathing and knowing it. You just didn't realize that that was a thing that was a real thing in <laughs> yes, the real world. Yes. And you had your light bulb moment, and then here we are. Yes. So, yeah. I had my light bulb moment. Mine was about seven years ago. Though. Why don't you tell us, tell, okay. tell us about it? So, before we get into the intro to DevOps, uh, here's a little backstory. So, uh, I, I've been building stuff in the cloud when Netflix was being invented, and Amazon was just in, in its infancy days. And we were building, trying to build stuff in the cloud. And it was the first time anyone was really doing it. Um, and we, and one of my assistants said, I just don't want to get woken up in the middle of the night. Because, <laughs> you know, when the server dies, I don't want to have to get Well, I know, I know exactly that pain. There's, so uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you saw. There's a whole yeah. separate episode we're going to do on horror stories. Um, horror stories. Horror stories Look of, of the pregame to DevOps. But we were, we were sitting there going, well, how do we build a thing? that just doesn't fall over in the cloud. And that was, was, that was almost a decade ago. And now that's kind of commonplace. But um, so my, my, my light bulb moment yes. was around the same time when we were like architecting the same stuff only on a different platform. 
And uh, again, one of my systems engineer architects came to me and said, hey, you know what? There's this thing called auto scaling. What? what? And we don't have to do load balancing. What? And uh, yeah, that really resonated. And, and within six months from that moment, we had thousands of server instances in Amazon. And um, it was all production. And there was no dev or pre-prod and it was all production. And if we broke it, it broke and we fixed it within like minutes. Deploying production. Totally right? deploying. I don't test my code. I only test it in production. Um, so that was my, my realization that this was going to change the world from, right. from a technology perspective. Because we've gone way farther than that in the yes, last 10 years. Definitely. Um, so for the audience, what is DevOps? Um, DevOps is a methodology that we use in software engineering to break down the silos so that there's better communication and collaboration yes. between all departments that allow us to bring features faster to market. So I hope you, you all got that. That's a, that's a mouthful. I, I made it quite simple. That's, that's, um, I, I think Joel has... Take the 90-page Wikipedia page and boil it down to one sentence. Go ahead. Um... <laughs> I would have to say it is communication and collaboration. Yes. Nail on the head. So we're going to get into the details, but you can, like I said, you can look at the Wikipedia definition of, of DevOps. And if you've been doing this a while, you've probably interviewed at places and folks, like especially DevOps engineers out there who, who are doing this, they've interviewed. And the first interview question is, what does DevOps mean to you? <laughs> and usually there's a long, yeah. drawn-out explanation, whether it's right or wrong. But at the core of it, when you break it down to its, to, its, to its inner being, DevOps is a culture of communication and collaboration. That's it. Hard stop. That's it. Period. That's it. <laughs> Period. And everything that follows in that conversation, the paragraphs that you can talk about, are subsets of that sentence. Agreed. It is a culture Agreed. of collaboration and communication. That's it. Dot. So 101. <laughs> How can so, yes. you do 101 when we just did it in like an eight-word sentence? I don't know. So um, the thing is with uh, with DevOps, uh, I guess you should bring in the the pillars of DevOps, which is the foundation of yeah, what let's DevOps. Let's talk about the framework. Yeah, yeah. totally. 101. So, We're still so in the basics. So DevOps follows the common five pillars, uh, which is the comms pillars. So C or clams, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> so C-A-L-M-S. C-L-A-M-S. That's what I said, didn't I? C-A-C-L-C-L-A-C-L-A-M-S. Clams. Uh, yes. Or columns. So the first one, and absolutely the most important, is culture. Culture. Yes. That's without, the C. Yes. The, without culture, the whole thing just falls apart. Yes. So, um, and this is, this is actually, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's like a two-hour tirade all on its own. <laughs> so culture is the foundation. Yes. Um, so we're talking about the traditional DevOps 101 framework model that everybody, you can Google it right now, yeah. um, and you'll see all kinds of diagrams on the images pages of Google search saying C-A-L-M-S and the breakdown and, and what they all mean, but C equals culture. We've been doing this long enough to know that whenever we talk to a client and the client says, oh, yeah, we've done DevOps, We've done DevOps and it failed. Uh, and then we say, <laughs> immediately after that was, well, what was your DevOps culture here? Oh, wow, well, we were building pipelines and we were doing test automation. Oh, you got no Wi-Fi? No, uh, apparently um, people are saying that it's cutting in and out. So. <laughs> no, that's just me. That's, um... Uh, so anyways, 
C, culture. C, culture. Yes. Capital C. So A is for automation. Automation. This is the thing that keeps the assistant men in bed at night. Exactly. So this is all about um, the medial tasks that don't need to be done by a person. Tippity tap tap and tip tap yes, tap. Yes, you don't tap. need to be at the keyboard, people. Yes, write a script. Uh, I, I I used to say when someone said, "Well, where do we start?" I said, "Well, if you have a task that takes more than five manual steps, yeah, write a script for it." Yes, doesn't matter what it is, even if it's like logging into Exchange Server and creating a user. Yeah, uh, you can write a script that creates a user. So you just populate the variables, and boom, now you have a user in your Exchange Server. You don't have to go click, clickety, click, click, and. Well, I look at it as if it has to be done twice. Yes. Then it has to be automated. Absolutely. Yeah. Do it once. Well, that's a one-off. Do it a second time, six months later, you're like, oh shit, what did I do the last time? <laughs> <laughs> what did I click on to make it go the last time? Exactly, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah you got to do it twice. Automation. And it's, it's, uh, it's really, uh, um, I find it's, and you can disagree with me or not, but I find that when people say DevOps, they automatically think automation. Oh, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Because that's what people say. Yes. When they ask for DevOps, that's what they think they're buying. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need a pipeline. I need to move code from over here and over there. That's DevOps. No, no, no. That's oh, deployment. That's a whole that's different automation. conversation. Yes, exactly. Automation fills that. That's a thing. Same with QA. Uh, when you talk about test automation, it's just the A of calls yes. or clams, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> so the L. The L, L is, is for lean. lean. So we need to cut out all the stuff that you don't really need to do. Yes. So... One of the things that Anthony and I have talked about, uh, we we talk about it in the the broadest sense and in the the micro sense as well, is lean is not about saving money. Lean is about eliminating waste. So when, because lean is based on Kaizen, Kaizen is Toyota's construction model, eliminating waste and increasing efficiency. That's going to be in another episode we're going to talk about Kaizen. So people think that, oh, if I go get DevOps, I can get rid of 100 Developers. Yeah. Let's or get rid of some people because I we're can, DevOps seeing all the I things. can take my 20-person operations team and make <laughs> it into a five-person operations <laughs> team, which may in fact be true from a workload perspective, right. but you're not cutting time. No. You're gaining efficiency exactly. by eliminating waste. So then you can start yes. focusing on the things that matter. Yes. You're still writing the check. Obviously. You're still writing a check because <laughs> you still have people, which yeah. is a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, because we're going back to basics. We're staying at 101. Because we could go on tire. This, this is going to be something that you learn about us. Is As we get into later episodes, we tend to go on tangents and rants. A little bit. A little I bit? mean, especially when we're uh, at a bar talking about... Yeah, there's, and there's no soapbox here that yeah. I can stand on just to <laughs> get... Oh, I could, have a, I could have a soapbox and stand on it, but my head would be cut off. So, um, but the point is... Yeah, we're going to go on rants and raves, but we're not going to do that today. We're just yeah. going to try to stay on message. So lean, lean, eliminating waste. Lean, eliminating waste. Yes. Small teams uh, doing great things. So culture, automation, lean. CLA, culture, C-A-L. lean, automation. Got it. What's next? Measure. Measure. Measure, 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 measure. Measure. Measure everything. Yes. So in DevOps, we want to measure everything. So this way we can see where the inefficiencies lie. We can see where things are broken. Um, it just gives us insight into what we're building. Right. And part of lean is that continuous improvement part. Yes. Right. So if you're not measuring things correctly, um, you know, there's, there's metrics, there's KPIs, there's business metrics, there's technical metrics, how much load is on a server, 
all of these things. And in, in a lot of places um, in the old school world, those are just numbers on a spreadsheet. They're conceptual. They don't actually mean anything. Because if you got the report at the end of the day that says X was above the KPI threshold and you do nothing about it, yeah. then it's a waste of a measure. Exactly. Exactly. So, so you're, you're measuring something that doesn't really matter. Yes. So in calms, the measure is an actionable thing and needs to be treated that way. Um, part of your ability to improve is your ability to change how things are made so that you meet those measures. Um, you will find, I say this often, you will find things within your system that you didn't even know existed just by measuring it correctly. Yes, I totally agree. It's that, it's that hidden little thing that nobody knows about until 3 a.m. rolls around. 3 a.m. rolls around and you realize, oh, I don't have a license for that. <laughs> Shut down. Oh, crap. Um, I didn't pay the power bill. No, that's a whole different story. <laughs> um, uh, so, yes, uh, measure. So, measure. C A L M and S. C L A M S. S. So, the S is for sharing. Sharing. And why do we want to share? Well, there's always that lone cowboy that wants to always keep his job and he doesn't want to share any little bit of information. Yeah, he compiles his code before he checks it in. <laughs> That's so true. So true. Um, or, or he just hoards that information. Yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, um, something breaks, and that guy is the only guy that can fix the problem. Yes, and there, there's there's a benefit to tribal knowledge, um, but there's a fine line between tribal knowledge and an individual hoarding their knowledge. Yeah. Right. I used to have a guy that I worked with, and he would I would give him a task. And it's a team of 10 people. And he was the senior guy, the architect. And I would say, hey, I need this thing done. And he would say, when do you need it? Well, <laughs> I need it an hour ago, of course. Yeah, as soon as uh, you can, I'm the boss. I need it yesterday. Um, but he would say, it would take me the same amount of time to do it myself or to train someone else to do it or to write it down so someone else can do it. The same concept. amount of time. So I'm like, I want you to write it down. And I want you to train someone else to do it. And then I want you to do it to show them how it's done. He's like, well, that takes three times as long. I'm like, time is not a thing for me. I live in the DevOps world. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, sharing is caring. Yes. And it's not about technology things as well, no. right? No, because it's, it's also about um, when you learn something new. Uh, let's say you go to a course or yep. you um, go to a, an event, um, a big trade show, and you learn something new. You want to bring that back and share that with your team because it's going to benefit your team. Yes. Those are skills. Skill sharing. Yes. Right? So skill. And, and showcasing the things you've done. So if you went and built some crazy solution with some Kubernetes, cross-regional, blah, 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 failover <laughs> with authentication and your AMIs and blah, 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 you've built that. Show yes. it to people. Exactly. Show it off. Hey, look what I did. And wow. here's how I did it. Yes. Back in the day... Here's another little <laughs> micro story, sidebar. I had a boss come to me and said, hey, I just sold this feature and I sold it for a million dollars. And I told him it's going to take eight months to build and it's going to be in the cloud. And it basically means that anytime they want to test a system, they can launch an instance, it'll load the software and they can test it automatically for 30 minutes and then it'll destroy itself. Can we do that? That was seven years ago. <laughs> what I told him on the spot was put a calendar reminder for me 
for seven months and three weeks from now. And he goes, why? Because I already built it. We already, <laughs> we already have that. But he was the CTO and he had no idea that we had this capability inside of our so own shop. Awesome. And he was selling it thinking, oh my God, I got someone to pay for this thing and we're going to build it. Well, we already have that capability, dude. Um, so sharing is outside of technology spaces as well. So the salespeople need to know, architects need to know what we can do. And that's, um, that's the thing is that, you know, when, when I was working in a specific organization, um, finance people wanted to ooh. know, yeah. The f guys who write the checks. The guys who write the checks. They wanted to know, they're like, why is it that our cloud bill oh. is going through the roof? Oh, geez. And so I actually sat down with them at a lunch and learn yep. and explained to them how cloud works, how yep. the consumption works. Billing model. And, yeah. Yep. And, and so with that, they started to understand better and yep. they were able to come up with actual Ooh. ideas. Whoa. Yeah. Think about on it. On how to cut costs. Yeah. And chargeback models internally. And, yeah. 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 Again, we're going to get into all these concepts like chargeback models and how to architect things. Um, that reminded me of another story too, uh, from a, from a, being a consultant and you often go in and do DevOps transformation stories with clients and they say, well, what, at what point do we save money? Right. And you go in and you say, well, it's going to be a million dollars to get you to the cloud and get all this stuff built and, right. and change the way you operate. Um, and then they say, well, at what point do we save money? Well, I'm like, when you turn <laughs> off, when you unplug the last machine exactly. in your data center, that's when you, save money on hosting because in the meantime you're paying for everything times two yes so you got a data center full of stuff you're building stuff in the cloud so now you're paying two times yeah. and then once the data center comes off now and, you're saving money because you're and it turns into an operating expense. and it turns into an operating expense no capex yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh. sharing sharing calms yeah calms, that calms. <laughs> and that's and, and that's basically the the pillars of devops yeah it is what we um, build the the whole foundation on um, it's um, yeah it's it's the core yeah and we were just talking on the way over here um, the, and I said earlier that the often overlooked thing that people try to buy is DevOps but they forget about the culture piece exactly can, so, can I get one DevOps please one DevOps please to go I actually make it two can I get a side of Docker <laughs> just put that in a little container on, I'll take it thanks um, <laughs> Price for dipping. Yeah. Just it, it's like sunscreen. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> Docker cream. Um, it doesn't solve anything. So if you're going into a DevOps engagement or uh, you want to do transformation, business transformation, yes, yes. operational transformation, and you think that if you build a pipeline, they will come. No. You're going to fail. You're going to yes. spend a lot of money, and then you're going to have to do it again and again and again until somebody comes along and tells you, hey, guess what? You forgot about culture, dude. Well, on top of that, I mean, if somebody doesn't say anything oh, yeah. and you try to implement DevOps, it will actually fail over a course of oh, yeah. you know six months, a Amplify year. Amplify it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And then people are like, well, we brought these consultants in to, to fix, to, to do the DevOps. <laughs> to do <And> the DevOps. <laughs> Again, two and, DevOps to go, please. And it failed. Why it failed. did it fail? Well, it's because they didn't implement the framework. The culture foundation. Yes. So we're going to do an entire episode on this. So we're going to bookmark this. Or what's, the, what's the phrase in Agile where you're going to parking lot something? Yes. Parking park lot. lot. Park yeah, I'm going to parking lot that yes. item. Put it on the Kanban. Put it in the backlog. There you go. Backlog, so yeah. so our sound tech, uh, near enough sound tech. <laughs> so we're in this really cool space in the junction in Toronto. Control room. Control room. And it's a, it's a recording studio. And it's a friend of Anthony that he's known for 
years and years and years. Yeah, he's a site reliability engineer in his day job, but he runs, he's got his own recording studio, and that's why we're here. And the air conditioning is broken, and he's apologized 10 times. And we're going <laughs> we're gonna to help get that fixed. Where was I going with this? Um, Squirrel. Yes. So we're going to park a lot it, and we're going to get. Yes, it's committed. Yeah, there you go. So we're going to get there because that's committed for the next sprint. It's in next print. Yes. Um, so we're going to backlog, uh, backlog, parking lot, the Anthony and Joel version of comms. Yes. Because it's not the same. No. Um, it's completely different. And we're probably going to have a graphic for the live. Definitely. For next time. Definitely. But yeah. we'll have to really get good at explaining it to the podcast listeners. No problem. Because uh, I think I the know. The blame part. <laughs> I, I think I know a trainer. We know, we know a guy. I, I think I know a guy. <laughs> I don't know, guy. That's so sexist. Uh, I shouldn't be saying guy. Anyways. So, uh, we want to shift gears. Yeah, so that was DevOps 101. Hang on, I got And we want to um, discuss our why. Yes. Why blame DevOps? Why yeah. did uh, we come up with the concept? Uh, it was Joel and I, we were sitting down in a bar, and we were like, hey, you know what? <laughs> this has got to stop. The technology industry is, and and I, I hate to say this over and over, I feel like we're stuck in the 80s. Yes. Even though we have these great tools, these great methodologies, we're not doing anything to to further our progress. I mean, we you know, we have artificial intelligence and machine learning, but software. Yeah. But without the humans to run it, it's merely software. Yeah. And software. it becomes stagnant uh, over a very short period of time. Yeah. And uh, and then what do you got? Yeah. We we talked about the evolution of um of how we got to DevOps, and that's a whole another story all yeah. unto itself. Uh, and you can spend a lot of time googling, or you can go to Wikipedia or whatever. Um, there's a, there's a, there's how this came to be. Um, we'll get into that some other time. But uh, yes. to Anthony's point, things have changed in thirty. What did you say? The eighties? Oh crap! The eighties. Yeah. Forty-eight years um, since mainframes to today, yeah. and how we develop software and how companies invest in that. Yeah. Um, what infrastructure you run? How your business relies on technology today is completely different from ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago. Now we live in the truly digital age, where if anyone thinks you're not a software company, guess what? You're not. You're a trucking company. Wait, no. That's not how it goes. <laughs> if you think you're a trucking company, you're wrong. You're, wrong. you're yes. a software company. You're a software company. Every company now is a software company because every company runs on software. And it's all connected. And it's all connected. So we're going to get into our why. So, so blame DevOps. Blame DevOps. We are blaming DevOps for bringing this to light. Yes. If it wasn't for DevOps, we wouldn't be here. So let's yeah. blame DevOps. And and we wouldn't be discussing this. We wouldn't be discussing the, the issues of... Uh, why humanity hasn't progressed? Oh yeah. Uh, why nobody wants to work for those uh, Fortune 500 companies? Yeah, enterprise. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, you're going to work for the man. Ever beat up an enterprise architect? <laughs> <laughs> Every conference I've ever been to, someone on the microphone takes down an enterprise architect at the knees. Decades, this has been going on. These guys are worth their weight in gold if if, if, if you treat them right. Yes. But to your point, humanity is what makes the machine go. Exactly. And if you treat your people well, you get what you need from them as a business. If you 
think that running your nameless, faceless, numbered organization, mega company with 200,000 employees, uh, if you think you can't get down to the human level, you're doomed to fail. And I would, I totally and I welcome the day that you do, right? So if if mega consultancy with numbered employees fails tomorrow, multi-billion dollar business, I'm happy. If <laughs> Multi-billion dollar, hundred, two hundred thousand dollar, two hundred employee, two hundred thousand employee consultancy succeeds tomorrow, and it's on the back of how well they treat their people. Yes, I'm first to stand up and applaud. I, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally down with that. I'm I totally didn't drop the mic because we still have another twenty minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. And, and, and they're expensive mics. And they're very. It's yeah. got a brand on it and everything. So we're gonna ra- we're gonna round back. Okay. Yes. Um, our what? So a why exercise, you know, we could run the YouTube video, the, uh, the, the why Apple invented the iPhone and why that's the superior thing, which was the original YouTube video that talks about Simon, Simon Sinek. Yeah. That ah, one, where yes. he, he does, he's got a piece of paper and he draws the circles and he's like, here you go from this layer to this layer, but the middle is the why yes, we exactly. could do the same thing. And we actually did the same exercise. We did like, do the same exercise it was on a whiteboard. On a whiteboard. It was a little more structured and, oh, and we okay. weren't drinking that day. So. <laughs> We did have coffee. We were vibrating. Yes, <laughs> yes. Lots of coffee. Yeah. So we went through uh, some why discoveries, I guess. So before we actually got to our attempt at a why statement, we went through some why statements, um, discoveries. So the first few, uh, you know, we, we talked about how uh, we wanted to expose inefficiencies yes. and at the same time enlighten leadership to what DevOps is. In the real world, not the DevOps that they think they're buying. Exactly, exactly. So um, you know, in the in the end, you have to have leadership buy-in. Without leadership or executive buy-in, um, DevOps just falls apart. I mean, you can work it from the bottom up. It works sometimes, but it's really, really, really hard. Yeah, you need. <laughs> I know a, this because I've yeah. tried it, and you, it, it just uh, unfortunately I wasn't successful, but. Small, small um, tries inside try. of a larger nation doesn't did, always. I, win. I did try totally, and, and that's where I learned. And, and, I that's, and that's the point. Yes, right. So we talked about representing the everyman, the quote yep. guy on call, the person on call. Yeah, the guy um, in the trenches. We want to somehow represent that person and the struggles that they have in their day to day technology life. Um, and as we got into that conversation, it opened up. Um, kind of into a much broader philosophical conversation about what is DevOps at its core, which we got to in our yes. intro saying that it's collaboration and communication. Exactly. Um, a culture of, which means it's habitual. You do it automatically. It's not a chore. It's yeah. just something that you do. It's ingrained. Exactly. It's, it's in your DNA. It's in your blood. It's in the coffee that you drink. Yeah. It's in your sleep. It's in your walk to work. And it's, it's And it's also in your company DNA. Totally. You know, there's... There's these uh, companies that have gone through so much, and I want to say trauma. Totally trauma. Right? Great word. Company trauma. Great word. And um, and so the company trauma has never been taken care of. Uh, the trauma is still Ooh. there, and leaders are following from this trauma. And, I've got scars. Yeah. And I'm not... And I'm not going to stick my neck out yeah, again. I'm not, because I'm not I'm proud of these scars. I hide them under my suit. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, totally. So we got into that. We got pretty deep into that rabbit <laughs> yes, hole. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, and, and I think we have whole episodes planned in the future for 
where DevOps as a culture lands outside of technology and the business, right? Yeah. Where it lands in the family unit, where it lands in law enforcement, where it lands in healthcare. Technically, DevOps can be applied to, like the, the methodologies can yeah. be applied to anything. It's a culture of communication collaboration. That's what it so, is. So, yeah, put a pin in it, it's done. Okay, so why? <laughs> Do we put that in the parking lot as well? No, that's that's like, put that on a t-shirt and sell that. <laughs> so we got through into the why exercise and we started to get personal. And, you know, we, we do that. And we wanted to get to what is our why for Blame DevOps? Yes. Not why DevOps. Why Blame DevOps? Yes. Why are we going to do this? What is in it for us? What is in it for the world? And we kind of think it's important. Um, important Just enough. Yeah. Important enough to take a chance, yeah. take some risks. Um, you know, some of our viewers and listeners, you know, they might hear some things that we say and go, those dudes are so wrong. They have no idea what they're talking about. These guys need to get off the live feed. They just said Amazon the out loud. They're going to get sued. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? But if you play that back, there is there is a chance that we could say something really stupid and get like in trouble. But, I mean, it's it's the price that we're paying for humanity. We're willing to put it out there. Yeah. And, you know, so what? If I get sued... <laughs> I reboot well, and we're not looking yeah, I reboot we're, and start over. We're, so we're, it's, we're it's, looking to educate at the end of the day. It's the old Microsoft solution. Turn it off and turn it back on again. And did you take the battery out and let it sit for 60 seconds for no one no reason that nobody really knows why? And I'm sure someone will write in and tell us why you had to take the battery out for 60 seconds. Yeah, for if it's if you know doing. why, anyone out there is listening, if you know why, <laughs> you had to take the battery out for 60 seconds. Either a laptop or a phone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and put it back in. Why? Yeah, please put it in the comments. Or put it in an email. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, so why? why? Why are Anthony and I doing this? Yes. And we have a couple that are not capitalized and a, two that are. So one was, I want to teach people about the value of DevOps culture. Oh. And Amen. Yes. And there's a really important word in there. Yes. Two words, I guess, that are the most important are people and value. DevOps culture is the thing. Cool. What does it mean? Something. Is it important? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It has value yes. to people. Yeah. So that is, we find that to be a pretty powerful statement. The next one, I want to change the workplace for the benefit of everyone. Everyone. And I want to sell t-shirts. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> the point <laughs> is, it's, 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 we talked about it being a foundational thing. And it's foundational from the bottom to the top, from the top to the bottom. So yes. therefore, it affects yes. everybody. Exactly. Um, and, and you're going to do the next one because it's, it, it's in all caps. Yes. So... We believe DevOps culture can change the world for the better for everyone. Nailed it. Everyone. Everyone. So it's not just a culture that makes your workplace better. Yes. It's not just a culture that makes your technology decisions go easier. Nope. It is a culture that makes the world better for everyone. Yes. Everybody. So we all just have a little bit more communication. A little more collaboration. Always. It just gets easier and decisions and difficult things get easier. We're going to get into that definitely in lower in, in later episodes. We believe we, these two clowns, we <laughs> believe that we can do this. We are the ones that can yes. facilitate change. We, we want to facilitate this change. Yeah. And we truly believe 
that we can make a difference by educating yeah. everybody out there, leaders, people in the trenches, um, people are just starting to get into technology. Yep. Um, the mainframe guys, uh, everybody. Influencers, bosses, yeah. followers, HR. Yeah, HR, you're uh, in here HR, too. HR, you're HR, in yes. here too. This is good for everybody. And it's not about tools. It's not about software. Whether you have Jenkins or Jira or you chose Bitbucket over Git, these things don't matter. Terraform. Terraform over. over formation. Is that a thing? Is that an argument people have? If you're doing multi-cloud, you should use Terraform. Yes. Therefore, single cloud, you should also use Terraform. <laughs> what? What? I don't, I don't understand. I can sell you the cloud, but I'm going to sell you hybrid, so I can sell you the cloud again <laughs> later. Jeez. Anyway, we're going to get into the topics as well. We believe that we are the people. We, we think we have a voice. We think we have a, a way of delivering the message. Yeah. That might resonate, and uh, you know, if like like we said, if we might sell a T-shirt or two, if we get people to f listen, and if one person out here who watches or listens to the podcast, this makes their lives better. And we have eighteen people still watching. Totally. So eighteen. Thank you for your you support. viewers. Yes. Because this is going to go on the podcast network after this. Exactly. But so if you're watching live, if this podcast, tell all your friends this podcast or the lives videos help you or someone you know or resonates with, you. with their challenges in their workplace their challenges in their lives connect them get them clued in to watch get them clued in to listen if we can help one person's life get better it's worth our time Absolutely. it's worth our passion it's worth our energy just to just for that one thing agree agree wow <laughs> and it is really hot in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're both looking at our watches not because we want to be done it's just like oh my god it's, it's, it's hot in here, but uh, it's it's next sprint. He's gonna get the air conditioning fixed. Yes, yeah, yes. so it's all good. Next sprint. Next sprint. <laughs> he said he was like, I love it. I love it. It was planned for. It's budgeted. It's the next yes. sprint. Um, so cool. How do we want to wrap this up? Um, well, first of all, I want to say thank you to Hubert and Control Room for uh, allowing us to use the space. Super cool. Super cool. Yes. And, if um, we could turn the camera around, you would see this like wicked art on the wall. Yeah. Super little creative cubbyhole space. It's got a little beer fridge. And, and, um, and true story, I actually used to DJ here. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to do that. So. No, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I used to DJ here, and uh, and I was talking about our podcast to, cool. to Hubert, and Hubert was like, oh, just come, in, come to Control Room. Come to Control Room. So here we are. So I wanted to give a big shout out to Hubert. Yep. Um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Socialive. Yes. For the uh, wicked software that super wicked. Uh, give a little, give a little more detail. You're giving us a test drive. Well, I've been using Socialive for a while. Right. And um, for LinkedIn Live. For LinkedIn Live. Gotcha. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I keep on forgetting that we're, this is going multi-platform. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my apologies. We're figuring it out. It's day one. <laughs> Day one, one episode yeah. one. And um, and most importantly, um, well, actually, before I, uh, uh, I say that, is uh, I also want to include um, not just the viewers, but our family. Our SOs. Yeah. Our significant others. Exactly. Our wives and yes. friends they, and family. They have and been oh, geez. with us on this journey uh, to, to uh, actual... Uh, pure DevOps. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and now they understand it yep. and they support us. Yeah. 
And That's there's a sidebar story I could tell right now too, yeah. right there. But but, but I, I do want to want to say uh, thank you to our significant others and our families, and I want to thank everyone out there for watching, for supporting us. And if you have any comments or questions, um, please feel free to reach out. Uh, I'd love uh, Joelle and I would love to talk to anyone who will listen yep. about DevOps. So if you are in an organization and you want to hear more about what DevOps really is, we'll give you the backstory. Well, yeah, the dirty secrets are going to come yeah, out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The closet with the skeletons is getting rattled. Um, or, or if you're looking to improve your team yes. with DevOps. Yes. Um, feel free to reach out. Nailed it. Yeah, I'm going to echo that sentiment of our friends and family and our spouses specifically. So Maria and Laura, who have supported us, yes. not only just through this creating a podcast endeavor of our our time. Because this is crazy. Because they were doing, they were supporting us for years and years and years before we met yeah. and through our technology career journeys and learning about things that I'm pretty sure they had no interest in learning <laughs> about cloud and how things connect. And, but sharing, right? Yeah. How come when I talk and we talk about a topic and then it shows up in my ad feed on Facebook? Um, I don't know. Uh, that's a pretty big conspiracy theory. I just did like a like a valley girl, teenage girl voice. That's not me at all. You know you're going off on a tangent. I know I'm going to get we're, we're closing up. I'm going to get whooped when I get home for talking like a teenage girl. So anyways, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we are coming back every week, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. So please join us again next week. And we are looking forward to seeing you guys again. Cool. Um, you got to go press the button, <laughs> yes. right? Because he's gone. Oh, but the last thing I'm going to say is we're going to get the website up. We're going to get the, 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 blah, blah, the podcast channel going. And we're going to have websites. And we're going to have email addresses. So you'll be able to contact us directly via email. We out. Blame DevOps. <laughs>